Ladies and gentlemen, sit back and get comfortable. But not too comfortable. It's the WCHL Podcast with WCHL Commissioner Christopher Perry and Andrew Majorkirk. All righty there. Hey, this is the WCHL podcast, and I am the commissioner of the WCHL, Christopher Perry. And usually in this spot, we talk to my very best friend in almost all of the world, Andrew Majorkirth, but he's not here. He's good. he's dealing with some uh, dealing with an issue. So instead, so we have a a special guest co-host, if you will, um, someone who's very near and dear to my heart. We'll call her uh, Cam the Ram. It's my daughter who goes to Colorado State University. Cam the Ram, go ahead and introduce yourself. Say hello. Hello, I'm Cam the Ram. <laughs> You're Gabriel. Should I say my name, major, and year, and all that? <laughs> Smart Alec. All right, all right. You just you've you've heard too much of your dumb dad's podcast, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. All right. Well, that's my daughter mm-hmm. Gabriella. I call her Cam the Ram because. God, how, let me ask you this. Mm-hmm. On campus up there at CSU, yes. how often does can, the actual RAM, how often does the actual RAM make an appearance? Pretty darn often. There's uh, the first Wednesday of every month is like donut day at the alumni center. And I'm pretty sure Cam makes an appearance there at least every month. So at least once a month. And out of all of those times at donut time with Cam the Ram, how many times have you been there? I've only been once. Oh, come on. It's a long walk to the stadium, I'll tell you. <laughs> all right. Well, hey, um, Andrew's not here, so it's uh, uh, the commish and Cam the Ram. Let's get to it. We only had two series of games over, the, uh, over this past week because the spring semester is just now getting started. First up, we had Missouri State going up I-44 to St. Louis to play Lindenwood. And that was, well, Missouri State's what, number 33, 34, I think they are. And Lindenwood was number four. And that did not turn out uh, the way that uh, Missouri State wanted. The first night, Friday night, was a 5-2 to two Lindenwood win for uh, for the Lions. The second day on Saturday was a 4 to nothing shutout of Missouri State by Lindenwood. You know, Friday night I thought was kind of uh, the the. Let me ask you this: I always yeah. ask this, Andrew. Did you see any of those games? Uh, nothing with Missouri State. No. <laughs> no, 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 no. It was it was nice. The it was good to see. I didn't realize Lindawood broadcasted their games on the Great Lakes Collegiate Television Network. I never knew St. Louis was near the Great Lakes. So fancy. Yeah, kind of wild. I mean, maybe we'll have to get a WCHL television network, huh? Who are you gonna get to film? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, keep talking. <laughs> you, you might you no, might get I drafted. Not. <laughs> How's your camera skills? Uh, not good enough. Yeah, there we go. Not good enough. That's kind of what I thought. So, uh, anyways, Lindenwood plays at, in a beautiful new rink, the Centene Community Ice Center. It's um, it was nice. It was maybe one fifth full, and that was including a bunch of uh, Missouri State fans who were there. But, um, boy, yeah, it was kind of a, a rough weekend there for uh, to be an ice bear. Lindenwood uh, jumped out to a pretty quick little lead. And um, 
got a one to nothing, then a two to nothing, and then uh, next thing you know, three to one. The Missouri State got it tied up, clo- not tied up, but they made it close around three to two in the third period. Uh, Nikita Solnikov scored right off the jump in, I think, like 10 seconds into the third period to give them a little bit of hope, but then uh, then Linwood just pulled away in the third period, made it five to two. Then on uh, Sunday, I'm sorry, Saturday, geez, it was uh, four to nothing. Um, it was all Lindenwood all the time. And the, I thought the biggest thing there was uh, a lot of frustration. A lot of people were getting there. Um, um, a lot of people were just getting, there was a lot of penalty minutes. Let's just put it that way. There were a lot of majors. Let's see here. One, two, three, three majors. And one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten minute misconducts from sportsmanlike conduct. So uh, a lot of people were being dopes on the ice. So uh, not not good. 144 penalty minutes in total. Yeah, that's me. I'm getting tongue tied. This is what you. This is what your old man has to deal with every now and then. Um, so uh, Lindenwood outshot him nearly two to one. 51 shots to 23. It was. Uh, like I said, all Lindenwood all the time there. So, any uh, further thoughts from uh, Cam the Rambler on Missouri State at Lindenwood? Um, I mean, they had a respectable performance that first night, but uh, not so much the second night. Yeah, they did. They did. You know, they had a chance, and they're on the cusp. They're trying to make it to nationals, um, and so they had an opportunity, and um, that was they, they they let those opportunities slip through the, the wayside. They got some they got some more chances coming up this week. Not if they get more penalties. Well, that's the truth. Listen, <laughs> keen analysis there from Cam the Ram. Oh my gosh! All right, hey, the other uh, team, the other WCHL team that was in action this past week, it was the University of Central Oklahoma. They drove up to uh, Fremont, Nebraska. Any idea where Fremont, Nebraska is? Um, it's not where they frack oil, is it? I don't know. I don't. How do I know that? I, I, I don't know. I took that geography class. You didn't. Yeah, I mean, I was that was asking like a geography thing, not a not a cultural significance. Hey, I took cultural geography. Culture is a part of geography. Oh, geez. All right, all right. Quit showing, quit showing off all of your all of your uh, uh, fancy college skills there. Mm-hmm. Um, the Central Oklahoma goes to Fremont, Nebraska. Fremont, Nebraska, by the way, is just a little bit north of Omaha. They played at the... Okay, it's on the east side. It's on the east side, yes. It, I did not know this. Apparently, it's only six hours away from Oklahoma City. When We're I, still not going to drive to it. No, no. Um, but I, I thought, you know, when I think of Nebraska, I think of like 10 hours. You know, I think it's so far away. And apparently, it's just on the other side of Kansas. So What hey, in 10 hours you hit South Dakota? That's a little bit too north of Nebraska. <laughs> Gosh, you and your... You and your geography. Quit it. All right. So Central Oklahoma goes to Midland. Midland plays in uh, the other conference that I oversee, the Midwest College Hockey Conference, MCH. And um, uh, the both teams, uh, let's see, this was uh, UCO was ranked 12th. Midland was ranked 47th, I believe. And um, so you, you know, just going into the rankings, you would think, okay, this is going to be a, a whitewash. Central Oklahoma is going to take both games from, uh, from Midland, but no, it didn't turn out that way. Uh, Midland beat UCO four to two on Friday night. Uh, UCO returned the favor five to four on Saturday. Uh, but boy, it was kind of a interesting little series. Um, UCO gets a couple of players back. Oh, I, I, let's take that back. They get one player back who played uh, last year, Alexander Jemeff. 
And um, they have a new goaltender, a kid named uh, Nils Velm. Have you ever heard of a, a kid named Nil? No, I've never heard of Yeah, that's Nil. kind of an interesting. A Nil. Usually that's a soccer score. But yep. I'm not making fun of the kid's name. I'm just saying I never heard of it before. So uh, anyway, um, a two to two game going into the third period uh, on Friday night, and um, Central Oklahoma lets uh, Midland score two goals. Uh, in fact, the coach's son from Midland, a kid named Mason Cerrone, number thirty-four, uh, scored the game-winning goal against uh, Central Oklahoma. He scored the game winner there for Midland. So Midland surprises Central on Friday night. And then the next night, boy, that was a barn burner of a game. You know, I should have asked you, did you watch any of these games? I saw a little bit of the next night. You saw a little bit of Saturday? A little bit, yeah, a little bit yeah. of Saturday. Tell me all about it. Tell me what you saw. They're tied, and uh, I believe there's an empty netter, correct? Uh, no. no. No? No. Okay, so I was wrong. Yeah. But I never saw a goal, but I heard they had a goal. I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> there we go. That's my little girl right there. It was uh, four to four late in the third period, and the aforementioned Alexander Jamef scores for UCO with two and a half minutes left to go in the game. Um, to win it, sock it away for Central Oklahoma five to four. This game, though, the highlight of this game, Cam, was there was a uh, a fight that involved a goaltender. Wow. Midland comes down and scores a goal with, um, let's see here. I think they scored. It was the tying goal. Might not have been the tying goal. Um, but Midland comes down and scores a, a goal with about, uh, oh, here, where is it? It was, oh, there it is. Yeah. It was with uh, 24 seconds left to go in the first period. They scored a goal. Oh, it was the first, it was the goal to get them on, to get Midland. Uh, UCO was leading two to nothing and Midland gets on the board. A pretty little goal. Forty passes it to nine. To eight. Eight scores the goal, and then uh, unfortunately nine ends up running over the goaltender, who was Mister Nil Velm. Okay. Nil Velm takes uh, exception to being uh, clobbered, uh, run over, and, and instantly runs over and starts beating the ever loving snot out of the other guy, and so there's just a big old pig pile in the uh, in the corner. And the result of that was three boys from uh, Midland and three boys from Central Oklahoma get tossed out with 24 seconds to go in the game. I mean, in the first period, including Central Oklahoma's goaltender, Mr. Velm. So, uh, yeah, kind of interesting. C.J. Wednig had to come in uh, to um, – he got the win because he played the rest of the game for Central Oklahoma. So, uh Kind of interesting. Central Oklahoma salvages the split, and I would say that the um, you know two very, very, very physical teams, two teams that um, probably it's fair to say they don't like one another. So I mean, that, I judged that from the fight. So pretty understandable. <laughs> yeah, I would say so. I would say so. And you could. Uh, it's kind of fun to. I should say fun. It's funny for me. I'm watching this from afar, and boy, you could hear. There was a loud contingent of Central Oklahoma fans at the game, but there was also a very loud contingent of Midland fans at the game who could not stand anything Central Oklahoma did. A Central Oklahoma guy knocked a Midland stick off, and all of a sudden all the referees wearing Midland uh, paraphernalia in the stands started screaming and hollering for uh, you know, death to a, a Central Oklahoma player. Holy smokes. It was, uh, it was kind of entertaining, so... Uh, Anyways, so there we go. So four games. Missouri State loses both games to Lindenwood. Central Oklahoma splits with Midland. 
what's your wrap this thing up for us? What what's your little analysis? My your analysis ke- of those games. Your keen, keen analysis. analysis. Replacing Andrews. <laughs> yes. Um. Missouri has to, or Missouri State has to get their act together. Quit getting those penalties. Yeah. Um. I'd say it's fair for all all their teams to get their act together. So okay. Fighting is dumb. Be smarter players. Ooh. Yeah. Okay. Play smart hockey. Um. I don't know. I'd say right. it was good weekend for ECO getting that split, but they'll have to try harder to not lose to a team that's much lower than them. Yeah, yeah. This is the time of the year when uh, folks are able to make a move in the uh, in the rankings because everyone's playing. For the most part, you're playing non-conference games. You're playing folks. School isn't in session, or it's just now beginning. And it's time to get on the road or, you know, let folks get on the road and come to you. And so that's why we have uh, Missouri State going to Lindenwood out of conference games, Midland, UCO out of conference games. And uh, you win those games, you get a chance to move up in the in the standings. You lose or you split those games and you either, uh, you know, stand pat or you fall. So uh, it's an opportunity that awaits and uh, those guys got going uco and missouri state got going uh, a week earlier than most everybody else because everybody this upcoming week is going to uh, get after it we'll talk about that here in a second um so so yeah okay so that's it all the other five wchl teams were not in action colorado colorado state arizona arizona state and oklahoma not in action uh but they'll get after it uh, this upcoming week do you have, let me ask you, since you're imitating Andrew this week, okay, yes. um, let's remind everybody of the WCHL standings currently as they stand here on the first, mm, the second week maybe of January. So in first place in the WCHL is? Arizona. Okay, come on. Oh, I have to be better. U of A, the Wildcats. <laughs> what do they do? Bear down? Or they do bear down. Yeah. Bear down. Arizona and All Tucson. Right. Number two. Oklahoma. I could play the want, want, want boomer sooner, but I won't. <laughs> you, you've listened to that once or twice, huh? Yes. Poor Andrew. We're we're busting on him, and he's not even here. All right, number three is Arizona State. I get uh, I get I get accused of being um, uh, a homer for them. I know, I know. You it's just like going to, what is it, Portillo's and in and out Come on, who doesn't like going to Portillo's? Portillo's is good. Portillo's is awesome. Number four? Central Oklahoma. Yeah, okay. And then give us, give us the rest. Uh, Missouri State, the best university out there, Colorado State in six. And then number seven, eh, Colorado, the buffs. <laughs> You're not biased in any way, are you? Not biased at all. (laughs) The best university out there. Was that Missouri State or was that Colorado State? Colorado State, obviously. Okay. All right. Well, hey, just checking. All right. Well, hey, let's take a a quick break. This is going to be a quick abbreviated uh, podcast because we don't have Andrew rambling or anything. So uh, we're going to make it nice and efficient. Yeah, pretty easy and straight to the point. Oh, boy. All right. Hold on. Uh, But, hey, as they say in hockey, let's do that hockey. What is uh, slashing? Slashing is um, like that, you know? Mm-hmm. And um, there's a penalty for that? Yeah. 
Uh, and for a trip also, you know, oh. like that. And mm -hmm. for hook, like this. Mm -hmm. And uh, for spear, you know, like that. Mm -hmm. All bad. Bad. You do that, you go to the box, you know, uh, two minutes by yourself, and you feel shame, you know. Mm -hmm. And then you get free. All right, I got to ask, doing this podcast now, Cam, uh, do you feel shame? <laughs> I feel no shame. <laughs> I am not the one of the original hosts of this, therefore no shame on me. Oh, a little bit of shade. Listen to you. All right, um, before uh, we broke for Christmas, that's when the last ACHA Men's Division One ranking came out. And Arizona was ranked number seventh at the time. UCO was number 12. Oklahoma, 18. Arizona State, 19. Missouri State was uh, 33 in the eyes of the computer, Colorado State 39, and Colorado 52. We've since played a couple of games um, in the ACHA. Everyone's really going to get started up this week, but we're also going to have a new ranking that comes out on Wednesday, January the 15th. And um, courtesy of our friend in Dayton, Ohio, the wizard, all hat, no cape, um, he has let us know that... Um, what the new rankings might look like. Uh, Arizona is going to stay put at number seven. Uh, Central Oklahoma is going to drop four spaces from number 12 to number 16. That's what happens when you lose to number 47. Yep. You can only beat them by one. Um, Oklahoma was 18, but they're going to improve five spots. They're going to move up to number 13. Explain that one to me. They didn't play at all, uh, but they're going to move up five spots. Uh, Arizona State is going to stay put at 19. Uh, Missouri State's going to uh, drop a spot from 33 to 34. Colorado State, your Colorado State Rams, they're mm -hmm. gonna, they, they haven't played. But they bump up one spot. Bump up a spot from 39 to 38. And the Buffs, your arch rivals yeah. in Boulder, they're going to stay put at 52. So uh, to recap, that's Arizona at 7, Oklahoma at 13, UCO at 16, Arizona State at 19, Missouri State 34, CSU at 38, and Oklahoma, uh, uh, Central Oklahoma. God. Colorado. I, I can't even read my CU. own writing. CU 52. All right. God. You've been wearing your glasses. I know. On my old man glasses. I can't even read my damn writing. How sad I is can't that? can't read yours, so. Makes <laughs> sense. All right. Well, here, this is what everyone came for. It's, um, it's, let's take a look at the upcoming games and let's get your keen predictions because everybody knows you follow the ACHA with such caution and such a, a critical eye. I do. I, those are the only Twitter accounts I follow. I only, I get, I text Brian Moran every single day. I'm like, tell me what, what's going on. You're so full of it. <laughs> God. All right. Um, upcoming, we have central Oklahoma. They're going to head back out on the road. The road warriors, uh, this week, they were at, Ella, uh, they were at Midland this past weekend. Mm -hmm. Now they're going to go the other way to Alabama. That is number 16, Central Oklahoma. They will be at number 49, Alabama, for a Friday and Saturday night affair at the Pelham Civic Center in Pelham, Alabama. Have you ever been to Alabama? Never. Do you know where Pelham is? No. Yeah, it's about an hour away from the University of Alabama. Oh, that's sad. Yeah, that's going to that's gonna be rough to be an Alabama guy and you got to drive an hour just to go play hockey. I mean, Oklahoma has to drive how many minutes? 30 minutes? Yeah, 30 minutes. Yeah. yeah. All right. Yeah. All right. So uh, let, lay some predictions on us there, Cam the Ram. Central Oklahoma at Alabama. What's going to happen? 
Central's going to take the weekend. They're going to win both games. Really? Yes. Wow. Coach Mike Rivera and the rest of the Broncos love you, don't they? Yeah, they sure do. Yeah. And I mean, I don't like Alabama all that much. So Why not? It's Alabama. What about it? I mean. They're annoying. The role. I don't even know what they said. I was going to say roll shows. Isn't that UCO? That's UCO. <laughs> so it's roll tide. Roll tide. Yeah. See, anything with, with a roll, that's no bueno. But it's roll chose, roll chose. So you're saying roll chose in this instance is better roll than roll. Roll chose, even though it's the brown chose, like they'll win against yeah. the their elephants, the crimson tide. I yeah. don't understand that. I, see, that's where that's where I was going to go. I don't get it. They don't know their mascot. No, they don't. Crimson died, but they have an elephant, and they do this checkerboard bear, Bryant Baloney. I don't get it. All right, so Central Oklahoma takes two from Alabama. You have friends at Central Oklahoma that go to school up there. I do, I, yeah. and I just said UCO will win. I'm just saying. I mean, you're bagging on the roll chose, but you actually have friends that roll because they're chose. I mean, I also left the state of Oklahoma. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, in keeping with the theme of Oklahoma teams, at number 13, Oklahoma, they head on the road. They go. Do you know where Fremont, Nebraska is? I do now. Where is it? Um, what is it? it? Well, it's six hours away from us and like an hour north of Omaha, 30 minutes. <laughs> is that where they do fracking? No, fracking <laughs> is in the north. West corner. Oh, you're I a pain. Think. Our no. Oklahoma, Oklahoma is going to be 13. Midland will be 42. Oklahoma at Midland and Fremont, Nebraska, playing at the Seidner Ice Arena. Those are Friday and Saturday night. Two very physical teams. Oklahoma will, um, this will be their first games of the semester. They'll be getting back number 39, Aaron Lara. Midland, remember I told, we were talking earlier how they mm-hmm. had some kids that got in a pig pile and got in a fight. Some of those kids will not be eligible to play this weekend because they're DQ'd. At least there's one boy who's DQ'd mm-hmm. for both games. There's one kid who's DQ'd for the first game. So knowing that information. Well, tell me, are they the good players? You don't know. Yes, they are. Okay, they are the good players. Remember, they scored a goal, and then they got in the fight because okay. they ran the goaltender. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. So 13 Oklahoma at 42 Midland. What's going to happen? I want to say that they split, but I will say, uh, yeah, Oklahoma will take both games. Really? Yeah. Well, what what, what changed your mind from a split to Oklahoma's going to take both games? Tired. They've been playing a lot of games, and their good players are out. Okay. Okay. All right. All right. Well, I hope you're right as the uh, commissioner for the Western Collegiate Hockey League. But it's a win, no matter what, that weekend for those games. Well, well know, but it, this isn't that podcast. Depending on how, yeah, we're not doing yeah. the MCH <laughs> podcast, okay? They don't even have a podcast. Um, so, I, Or a TV division. Well, yeah, that's right. I, you know, you know I, got in, I got in so much trouble because I called it the B conference, the A conference and the B conference. Wow, favoritism. I know. So I had a coach from the, from the B conference call me up and just started railing on me. I mean, you get in trouble when you admit that I'm the favorite child, so... <laughs> All right, kiddo. Uh, let's move on so I don't get in any further trouble. Um, Syracuse comes to the Rocky Mountain State. Syracuse is number 29. They play mm-hmm. out of the terrible NECHL, the Northeast Collegiate Hockey League. I mean, come on. Uh, anyways, it's yeah. good. Props to Syracuse for going on the road. Uh, it's a be- long trip. It's a long trip. I hope they're flying. <laughs> I hope they're flying. <laughs> Doesn't if they're a busing? Wow, um, commitment. 
Yeah, that's true. That's true. Uh, number 29 is going to be in Boulder on Friday and Saturday to play number 52, the Buffs. And then they're going to come up to the Fort on Sunday to play your Rams, the okay. number 38 Rams. So this is 29 Syracuse playing 52 Colorado Friday, Saturday, playing 38 Colorado State Sunday. Lay some predictions on us there, Cam. All right, Friday and Saturday. Syracuse is gonna win. Oh God. And is that is that because of the ranking or just because you don't like the buffs? Solely because of the ranking, I will say that. Okay. I I understand hockey a little bit. <laughs> but Sunday, Colorado State's gonna rise on top and beat Syracuse. Why do you say that? Why do I say that? Because CSU has a tendency sometimes to beat teams that are ranked above them. Pretty good teams. Minot State last year. Yep, there you go. Look at you paying yeah, attention. Yeah, I know some stuff. Wow. I uh, that's probably you know, I think that's probably a pretty good prediction. Um I, I from the WCHL standpoint, I hope uh, Colorado and Colorado State win all three games. Uh but if there's a game that um uh, if you're just going based on the rankings, is the, if, yeah, it's the last third game in three days. Those kids are going to be more worried about going to uh, getting to the airport and getting on an airplane than they will be about playing hockey. So, um, yeah, interesting. All right. So uh, Syracuse, you know, again, they play in a terrible conference, but give them credit for getting out on the road and playing some quality competition. Mm-hmm. And uh, so props to them. I shouldn't I shouldn't rag on them. But I did. Um, so, all right, get over it. Um, we, they can talk about that on the NECHL podcast, right? I don't think they have one. Do you think they can spell NECHL? Yes, I happen to know a professor at Syracuse. Really? Yes. And he's smart? I mean, his daughter is smart. I oh, liked her. Okay, all right. So, yes. Yeah, gotta be, uh, they can spell it. And that's almost an Ivy League school kind of thing. Um. No, I'd rank NYU Ivy League before Syracuse. (laughs) All right, last game of the, uh, or last series of the week that we've got to talk about. It's a WCHL weekend, and this is a big weekend. Um, Number 34, Missouri State heads over to the desert to take on Arizona State on Thursday. That's 34 against 19. And then on Friday and Saturday, uh, Missouri State heads down to Tucson to take on the uh, Wildcats of U of A. And uh, so that's 34 at number seven for two games. And that's big for a couple of reasons. Um, Number one, that's Arizona State's first games back from the break. Um, It's also Arizona's first games back from the break. Um, And if Arizona uh, wins those games, it it allows them the opportunity to create some distance in the WCHL standings between them and Oklahoma. If, uh, however, the flip side of that is Missouri State, you know, they're, they're trying to earn a spot to nationals. Uh, never mind the uh, the Western Collegiate Hockey League. They're just trying to earn a spot to national. So uh, there's a lot on the line here for all three teams. Give us your prediction Thursday night, Missouri State at ASU. Missouri State. Ooh. You know, have you ever been to – I've never, never been to Springfield. Or or the Arizonas. I've never no. – Okay, that's right. I I've think, only ever been to the Grand Canyon. I think we brought your brother to the green. Uh, to the he green. went to the yeah because I went to Youngstown forever ago. There you go. Yeah, he went to he went to Arizona State, the coldest rink in the ACHA Oceanside. All right, so uh, you have Missouri State surprising Arizona mm-hmm. State on Thursday. What do you got for us on Friday and Saturday? Most State at U of A. 
Arizona wins both days. Ooh. Well, I guess that's okay. Missouri State uh, gets a win, but um, uh, loses two. Arizona defends home turf. Hmm, interesting. Interesting. All right. Well, hey, we're, we're going to hold you to this. All right. Yeah, I doubt we'll have you back on the podcast, but um, to, to, to bust on you, to give you grief if, you, if your predictions are terrible or not. But uh, I'll yeah. call in. Oh, gee, you'll call in. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, hold on for a second. Let's take another quick break and then let's uh, we'll get your final thoughts. OK, hold on. All right, Cam the Ram, final thoughts here. We're going to make this an abbreviated version of the WCHL podcast. How many, you've, you've gone to games up there at Epic, right? Lots. Lots? Yeah. Well, what, tell, tell, tell the folks, we've got to change things up here. Tell the folks change about the experience up. of going to games at Epic. What's that all about? Um, you got to play Chuck-a-Puck, no matter what. Why is that? Why is that? Well, support CSU hockey. They need the money. Yeah. Uh, all these teams need money, so feel free to okay. donate. Yeah, okay. Um, also, it's fun. I Well, I won once. It was really your throw, but I won. I got those Starbucks gift cards. So so what you're saying is you played, you won, and you've been bitten by the bug. So every time you go back to Epic now, you play Chuck-a-Puck again. Yes, I'm a very generous person, despite <laughs> my monetary standings. Gosh. You are so full of it. I can't <laughs> believe you, a generous person. I am. In your monetary standings? Yeah, I barely have cash. Oh, okay. I was going to say, because that's my monetary standings we're no, talking excuse about. excuse you. I used to have two jobs. <laughs> I only have one. <laughs> All right. Games at Epic, though, they're, they're kind of fun <laughs> to go to. I mean, they get into it. Greek nights are the best nights. Really? Because mm-hmm, the whole place is filled. Yeah? Mm-hmm. All right. In the, um, is that filled with sorority girls or fraternity boys or both? Uh, or both. Yeah. Both. And it gets rowdy, huh? Very rowdy, especially when they're against CU. Well. Well, yeah. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Now you've you've mentioned you've also made it to nationals. You've been to nationals yes, a couple also. of times. Oh, I think only once. Oh, wait. Okay, that's right. You went to a showcase with me. Yeah, I went to a showcase. In Youngstown, Ohio. Uh-huh, when I was in fifth grade. Okay, and then uh, freshman year of college? Nationals in Columbus. Nationals in Columbus. What was, uh, d- describe your experience there at either one of those two events. Um, All I remember about the showcase in Youngstown is that the OU coach, he's long gone, but he ate my Dunkin' Donuts. <laughs> Very upsetting, and I'd have Dippin' Dots for breakfast. So that was I, that was good, huh? That was good. Don't, I appreciated that. Don't tell your mom; that'll get me in trouble. <laughs> but no, Nationals was very good. It was a great showcase. Like just the organization of it. You know, ACHA does a fine job. You did a fine job that year as interim well, executive director. Look at you! You must want something from me. <laughs> Trying to butter my biscuit here. Okay, all right. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, you didn't, uh, you, that was a chance for you to see all sorts of different, we got to see the women play, we got to see mm-hmm. some uh, D3, Every some D2. Every Yeah, what do you think? D1 is D1 for a reason. Yeah. Um, in my opinion, I will only go to D1 games. Look at you, yeah. I love that. What a, <laughs> what a snot, I love it. But, no, all of the teams were very good. The women play a good little game. Have you ever been to a Colorado State women's game? No, but I do know. 
I know one girl who's on the team. Yeah? Yeah. They're kind of rough. I mean, she's very tall. I she could beat me up. I, I was going to say, I wouldn't want to make them angry. I don't know. Yeah. I've only been in one class with her. I've never seen her since. Okay. All right. All right. Interesting. Okay. Well, um, uh, predictions uh, for, let, let's, you know, we have seven teams in the WCHL. Mm-hmm. Arkansas left us. Okay. Yes. So, um, out of those seven teams, how many of those seven teams will come to Frisco, Texas for nationals this year? Do you mm. think? Out of those seven, um, I'm going to say, oh, that's hard. Well, I say Arizona and Oklahoma make it for sure. Okay. Um, hmm. Mm. I don't have that much confidence in ASU and Arizona State. Really? I do not. Okay. What are they? They're, they're at not, 19. They're 19 right now. You probably got to be. don't they get, it's like really the top 17 teams, right? Yeah, 17 yeah. or 18. Exactly. Yeah. But, so, but it's January. I mean, they're going to have a chance to move up. You have like one month. Oh, no, no, Isn't no, Isn't no. it like the last standings like in mid-February? No, not this year. Last standings are in the first, the literally the first week of March. March? Wow. Because nationals are late this year. So they have all, they have the rest of January and all of February. Hmm. So you're saying Arizona, Oklahoma Air- are locks. What yes. A, what about Central? Uh, I'm going to say Central gets booted out this year. Whoa. Yeah. Man. I know. People are going to think you hate UCO after listening to this. No, I have a big respect for UCO. Yeah. But I also remember one of their signs from that one game. What, what, what did one of their signs say from the one game? Can't spell JUCO without UCO. Oh God, you're going (laughs) to get, you're going to be in so much trouble. Jeez. Your favorite sign too. (laughs) you are gonna get me in so much trouble kid all right so you're saying only two teams well no because i i believe in missouri state well i don't know that's a big that's they're far away they're they're 34 they really are but i feel like they have the gumption to possibly well i hope you were right in that missouri state makes it Mm because if that's the case then my um um, then I'll have, then I think if that's the case, we're going to have five teams in. I think we're going to have probably mm-hmm. more likely going to have four. I think the two Arizona schools and the two Oklahoma schools are going to make it. I think Missouri state could be a long shot. Uh, yeah. So. I think you'll have three for sure. WCHL teams in there, but I don't know which ones I, I gave you two. I'm saying that third one is a maybe. It's You're a saying wild the third, card. One, third one is either ASU or UCO. No, no, that's what you're saying. You're saying Arizona and Oklahoma are in, and the third one could ASU be... ASU or UCO, sure. Or Missouri State. Missouri State. I want it to be Missouri State. Why? Why? Because I feel like they should get more recognition. They're a good team. They need to win. I know. They need to win. All right, real quickly, mm-hmm. I, you're going to have to explain something to me. Uh-oh. Because you've been home for the holiday break. Yes. And I'm an old fuddy-duddy. Mm-hmm. You've been trying to get me to watch this dumb show. I haven't tried to get you to watch anything. You <laughs> just happen to be there while I'm watching Pish stuff. posh, pish posh. You've been talking about this show, The Circle, that's all the, the rage circle. on Netflix. Yes. Oh, what is The Circle? Just explain it in, in the thumbnail version, because this is only like a 20-minute podcast, okay? We don't have four I hours to talk about it. over 20 minutes. Yeah, whatever. Yeah. Circle. Tell us. Uh, dumb show, extremely dumb show. I will admit that. But you watch it like like religion. Well, I'm also 
diehard fan of the Bachelor franchise, so <laughs> that is extremely stupid, but I wrote a research paper on it, so <laughs> there were my priorities. You, you, wonder, you wrote a research paper on the yes, Bachelor? Yes. That was the first time like I ever cried, because it was like 15 pages, and I only had like five done, and then it was a whole mess. Oh, my God. It was a mess. Sophomore year is rough. So the Bachelor <laughs> in, in the circle. Yes. But no, the Bachelor is much better than Circle. But the Circle is some dumb, uh, like, kind of Big Brother-like show. It's supposed to be, like, social media. And all these people only have their, like, social media profiles available for others. And so, you know, this one guy is catfishing, acting as his girlfriend, all that stuff. Yikes. Catfishing. Yes, I don't like that. And it, show, it goes to show that the people who are playing themselves and being real, they're the ones who are doing well. All the people who are catfishing are not doing well. That's what we do here on the WCHL podcast. You, we are catfish? really No, no, no. We really show ourselves. <laughs> That's why we're doing well. People like Cam the Ram catfishing as another something else. Mm. I have not said I was Andrew. I have oh. not imitated his voice. <laughs> I could do that. Oh, really? No, I don't well, want to I was going to say, lay, lay it on us there, <laughs> big girl. I'll embarrass myself. <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, hey, uh, thanks to uh, Cam Ram for filling in on an uh, emergency basis here for Andrew. We want to uh, thank everyone for listening to the WCHL podcast. Follow the WCHL on uh, Twitter at WesternCHL. You can also follow the conference at WesternCHL.com. The games this week, Alabama, I believe, broadcast on Black Dog Hockey, so it's like a pay-per-view, I think, for the Central Oklahoma folks. Midland has their games uh, on Portal Stretch Internet. Um, Colorado is on Buff Sports Live. Colorado State will be on coloradosports.tv. And ASU and Arizona will both be on YouTube, so there's a bunch of free games. We've got a lot of hockey to watch this weekend. You got a lot of hockey to watch this weekend. That's right. You're going to be giving I'm on going, a plane. You're going back to school. No more podcasting for you, huh? No, I'll just listen. Oh, geez. <laughs> you're one of your 11 listeners. <laughs> All right. Well, hey, let's uh, appreciate you being on here. Let's uh, do what we can and get the heck out of here. What do you say? All right. See you on the flip side.